0: Okay.
1: You popped up on my um, feed or whatever you call it, and I mentioned you to Andy. I go, have you heard of this guy? Have you heard of this guy? He goes, I have heard of this guy. And then the next thing I know, he was on the phone with you. And I went, oh, my God, you're actually on the phone with him? That is amazing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and um, introduce you. Okay. Yay. Thanks. Thanks. David Avocado Wolf, we, we are thrilled. What a pleasure. You are the rock star and the Indiana Jones of the superfoods and longevity multiverse. His social, your social media posts reach millions of people each week around the world with succinct, powerful, inspirational quotes, news, health information, and education. With over 28 years of dedicated experience, and having hosted nearly 3,000 live health events, David has led the environmental change for Radiant Health via a positive mental attitude, eco community building, living spring water, and the best ever quality organic foods, wild foods, juices, and herbs. David Avocado Wolf is the visionary founder and president of the nonprofit the Fruit Tree Planting Foundation charity with a mission to plant 18 billion fruit, nut, and medicinal plants all over the earth. Oh, my God. Welcome, David Wolf. That's incredible. I didn't know that. Thank
0: you. Yeah, we're over 20 years. In in 2022, we've celebrated our 20th year anniversary as a foundation. We've planted well over a million trees in the world. and, And a small business becomes a big business simply by becoming more refined efficient and capable and so that's kind of what we're doing is we just we've spent 20 years building this movement we've got plantings happening almost every day of the week all year long
1: globally or um, through- yeah
0: all all over the world and uh and from Brazil to North America to Hawaii to um, Southeast Asia to South Africa and Zimbabwe to Uganda, all uh, Iceland, we planted all over the place.
2: You know the, the world needs more trees, but also more fruit trees. Wow, that's cool. You get trees and you get food from it.
0: Right. Nice. So we, we plant fruit, nut, and medicinal trees only. So there's no ornamental trees. It's strictly food and medicine. And and then also, another directive of all our plantings is that once we plant there, even if somebody never takes care of those trees ever again, they can survive. So we always plant according to the environment where the trees are.
2: That's such a good idea. How did you come up with that idea, man? Because that's really, I try to get the city of LA to plant more fruit trees, but that doesn't work. Are they kind of it's. The street and
0: stuff? It's. We're we're living we're living in some kind of a you know I guess the the back in 2006, 2005 somewhere was a film called Idiocracy. We're living in something like that where the government is completely weaponized against you. Anything that's good or would be good for people has nothing to do with what the government is about at all. It's become a completely inverted, actually, totally inverted, where the government is about them and their lobbies and about what they want it has nothing to do with what the people want or what's good for the people. So that's what we, so we are our own government ultimately. So we, I, that's how I got into the Fruit Tree Planning Foundation it's like what solves our problems at every level well we the best way to over to best way to overthrow the government is to overgrow the government so we're <laughs> overgrowing the government
2: that so, is great that is great i love your logic
0: and I so know. we're planting trees faster than they can cut them down Is kind of our our strategy
2: <laughs> that is really cool i love that i love that <laughs> do you plant the fruit trees local for that country right
0: Yes. And what would make it in those latitudes, even again, without even ever getting any watering or anything. So for example, think- in any Mediterranean climate, we're always planting figs, you know, that because there's just such yeah. survivors and that kind of, that's the kind of the idea.
1: And things are flourishing and thriving, even though the soil isn't really as rich all over the place as like maybe Hawaii or India. I mean, are, are you, get, are you producing
0: Soil, yes. Well, we, yeah, no, we pr- yo we produce a massive amount of food. In fact, I can give you the numbers. Let me see if I've got them here. I got them somewhere close. Let me think about the easiest way to get them to you. I got the numbers on the amount of food. Let me see. I can might be able to get it right here um, that we produce just let's see. I think I've got a year end summary. OK, so we, we produce one point seven million pounds of harvest in twenty twenty two. One from our trees, 1.7 million pounds. Absolutely so that's wonderful. how that's how big it's getting. Oh,
1: wonderful, that's incredible. You
2: know, when I, uh, I I lived in Costa Rica for a little while, I actually worked for Chiquita Bananas, and they were organic. And they had this strange rule that all the workers were not allowed to get any fruit, even if it fell to the ground. They weren't supposed to get any food food whatsoever. They had forty thousand acres of mangoes. They were it's a it, but it was also against the law for them to sell the fruit if it fell on the ground. It was wasted. So I came up with the idea of having hangers, you know, what do they call it? Were you hammocks? Underneath the tree, catch them and, and, and tell them, make a, a gate so people can come and fix it. Trust them. They live by next door to Oregon. Why aren't you giving them the the fruit? Getting Getting things to the people is not an easy task, even when everything's right there, isn't it?
0: Right. Again, that's, that's the system that we're in the Babylon system. You know, as, as we like to say, this system is weaponized against us. It doesn't have anything to do with common sense has nothing to do with anything that makes any sense at all. And so what we're just going back to the basics. It's like, well, you know, we can just buy, we don't even have to deal with that system. Let's just bypass it. And we just start over, you know, and start brand new. And the best way to do that is just plant the trees. And then they bring the, so as the shade comes and the trees develop, they bring the water table up and then you. Start getting more plants growing underneath the trees and eventually you get that your veg, vegetables ultimately i was never a good vegetable grower uh, my strategy was always put the trees in and the vegetables will come naturally and that's really true
1: That's so well, cool. right right uh-huh you know i
2: work for the tree people i didn't work volunteer you know the tree people in la here You're yes good, right yep they plant they don't plant any fruit trees you should talk to them man they don't plant Jeez. a single fruit
1: tree. The tree people, right? It's, I mean, you know it just world? makes
0: it makes no sense. You know, again, we're living; it's an idiocracy, and and again, we're at a time, we're in an inflection point in history where this can't go on. It's not sustainable, actually. Right, the systems that we're in, and so, and then we have you know huge amounts of stealing and corruption going on by governments. Uh, also again, unsustainable. So eventually it collapses back to the local level, which is w- great. that's what we want. that's what we need anyway. And as it collapses back to the local level, then we're there with our expertise, which is, oh, we know how to survive. we'll just plant all these trees and then look at what happens in the terms of the production of oxygen, clean air, food, um, shade, bringing the water table up, development, developing the ecosystem again. so animals come back into the ecosystem, et cetera. It all begins with the trees.
2: It's right. so weird because we, we we do buildings, we do roads, we do everything to destroy the earth. And there, there used to be a place in LA here it was like a farmer's market. It was like maybe twenty acres of a farm. It would have fruit trees. Had they cut it down, and guess what's there? It's like a shopping center now. That was the last piece that the people could come and grow stuff. And it's so it's so weird. It really, truly is. And I, I I also like what you're doing in terms of helping people to clean out their bodies to you know to be happy and healthy because that's why I show us from your soul to your soil and well, that's cool? why I
1: thought of you because of your stomach issues Andy and ironically that you are have all these properties you've had since the 80s in Malibu here that you're adding microbes to the soil but Andy's constantly with this stomach thing and then when I heard you David talking about activated charcoal I actually hadn't heard of that since I was in Bali in the 90s when someone told me I had to take it and then I kind of just let it go but the idea of it being a filter and doing it often um daily perhaps I think what you said is was incredible to hear um so, I,
0: I, I I could, you know, of all the things I've ever stumbled across in all my life. And as a nutritionist, I am a nutritionist. Actually, that's my that's my business. This is something that is the most it makes the most sense. So, so first of all, for something to be a universal cure, it has to be universally available and easy and free. Charcoal is universally available, easy, and it's free. It's always been there for humankind. It's yeah. Yeah. Co- You pick the hardwood, could be coconut shell. We cooked some coconut shells last night. We had a big fire in the front yard last night um, with a lot of propolis, what went in there actually. A lot of this propolis right here, that's propolis right there from our hives. And, uh, and that's a really good way to get a fire really roaring. And, you know, you cook, you break that all down. And then what will happen is I'll be digging stuff out of that and it will be going into the holes of these trees I'm about to plant. So the charcoal becomes the bottom layer and the filtration medium and the negative polarity all at once. So when you take charcoal into your body, you become more of a negative polarity. So you attract higher quality oxygen out of the atmosphere automatically. It
2: works. It's really just- works.
0: It truly it's it's truly an important, very important discovery that when you take charcoal into you, you automatically attract to you higher quality atmospheric gases.
2: That's what nature does nature the soil. You know what the micros, the most important thing in the soil for micros? Carbon
0: there you go and and so the and so the carbon they want to reduce actually by the way is us right that's what they're yeah. trying to do they're trying to reduce us out of the out of the equation in order to really get to utilizing carbon we need to get really into it which means use carbon to filter our water, our air to filter our body. So I take about 2000 milligrams of activated charcoal every day, coal biter activated charcoal every day. And, and some days more, some days I'll take 2,500 milligrams or some days I'll do a lot more, 6,000 milligrams. Let's say I'm burning the midnight oil. How many milligrams are in one of those things you sell in um, this? Each capsule of coal biters, 400 milligrams. Well, I've been taking two a day. Oh, good. Perfect. That's a really good dose. When I, I
2: first heard of you a long, long time ago, I, I, I went to the store and buy this activated charcoal. It comes in pills. And, and I'm looking at it, and I'm taking it, and I says, you know, it's mostly filler. It's mostly a bunch of other stuff in there. And I didn't like it. I said, the heck with activated charcoal, because this is not this. But when I started taking the very first thing that I took, I took one, right? My body said, ooh, hey. You know, my stomach slowed, slowed down. My All the things I was having, because I had dental work, and it really screws up antibodies, re- antibodies. What's it but, uh, What do they call
0: it when you, you have to take, when you-, when you Your microbiome. Into, yeah, the antibiotics disturb your friendly bacteria.
2: They destroy. It's like setting up an atomic bomb in your stomach. Now I take two a day and I feel really, if I don't take it, I feel my stomach starts burping. I, I, I get the sinus problem everything all over again. So I really, really, and I think of taking more because you can't overdose in this stuff. If you're really serious. You can't. You can take I, four I of them you and not. your body will still go, give me more. I love it. I also lo- love, the, uh, the coated silver. Cause I've been into silver like all my life trying to find a good source of silver, going through this silver company, that silver company, this silver company and your coat of silver is so cool. And it works what an
0: insane breakthrough the coated. I mean, I didn't even, my friend who Dr. Pop and, and, uh, and um, what's his name up there in uh, Clarkson university. Um, he's the, he's the inventor of it actually. Um, His name's escaping me right now, but they came to me and I just thought it was a joke. I was like, do you get 20,000 parts per million silver? Come on. I mean, I've worked with silver scientists for 20 years. You could never get above 900 parts per million by the best scientists. And th- that immediately precipitates out. You know, usually a, a, a really good colloidal silver is 200 parts per million. 20,000 parts per million. I didn't even I was like, no
2: blue and your skin doesn't well. go blue.
0: Right. And so that it was a big game changer, but it's a game changer in a number of ways. One is not only taking it internally, but it is a huge game changer topically. Yeah. Like it's a it's a it's a medicine. It's it, it's, you know, once we overthrow the medical system and get rid of this total tyrannical medical system that's going on, which is some kind of control system created by maniacs um, <laughs> and we get to real medicine, the th- it's like frontline emergency room materials like for example a friend of mine cut his hand very badly here and um and the doctor who was sewing him back up called me and he said can I put coated silver in there because he's he's telling me to put coated silver in the wound and you know I'm trained not to do that obviously I was like no put it in the wound actually sew it in oh wow and- that is so cool I wish I had it and-
2: when I was in the service cuz people were getting shot up blown up and they were doing all kinds of stuff that didn't you know when I did that worked I would find an herb squeeze it squeeze it on, on the plant. And they thought they, they had gangrene. Oh my God, you got gangrene. No, no, that's
0: called chlorophyll <laughs> for any that. wound. But and it's I- like that. It's, it's like a universal cure topically. Um, By the way, I ran into those guys a week later, just by chance. I was in Austin, Texas and I, they were both there. And I was like, Oh dude, what happened to your hand? So he showed me his hand. And, and then the doctor was there and he's like, Oh, I could take those stitches out right now. I think he had seven stich- stitches. And he took them out when one week was a hundred percent better. And I was like, "Wow!" By the way, ch- chapped lips. One drop of coated silver like this—that's the end of chapped lips. Done.
2: No, I. I, I you also have a, a coated silver spray, which I use. Yes, A little spray thing. Because I, I, I did. I slammed my my thumb in the my truck door, and the, the, the thumbnail's coming off. And I've been spraying it with it to keep it from getting infected. So I had a bite. I had a cut next door to it, right next, you know, to my thumb. Spraying it—it's it's gone. It's just one day that. She it's over really right yeah
0: it's it, we, it, we're we okay so this is something that i've been trying to alert people to my whole career it's what i've been doing my whole career both my parents are doctors i grew up in medicine i'm from it i'm born into it and uh and where real medicine is at has absolutely nothing to do with these antiquated monopolies that are run by satanic maniacs i don't even know what better you know when, when they're when they're like no you don't get to know what's in this jab but here we're going to inject you i mean when we get to that point it's, it's gone completely cuckoo, right? So at this point, that system now is going to collapse. It has to collapse because it doesn't work. And a new system will come in that actually does work. And one of the key frontline things will be sprayable carbon-60, sprayable C60, um, activated charcoal, front lines for any wound healing, any kind of um, infection. I mean, what we actually have access to is crazy. And again, this monopolized system that we're in this, you know, whatever the government system, I don't know however we want to talk about it, is that whole system has nothing at all really to do with healing. It's all basically trying. It's a disease management system that's trying to make you, and, and also it's very good at emergency room save you know saving lives in that situation, but then trying to go way outside its boundaries and say, oh, we know what to do with this and that and everything else, when they actually don't, and their technology is antiquated.
2: And you, and you know, it's the same thing with agriculture. The same thing with agriculture. Same thing. These people having the famous idea how to grow, what to do that's right. It all has to do with money, and that system is going to fall apart too. It has to.
0: It has to. It's unsustainable, and and it's a very good metaphor. Thanks for that metaphor. It's exact. It's a precise metaphor. It's kind of the pharmaceutical monocrop cure for everything. That kind of it's like, sorry, that's that doesn't work. It's not going to. It's not going to be a success, and there's going to be side effects, and then we're we're even going to see some catastrophic results. So, Larkin. fortunately. And we're seeing it now. Fortunately, we do have the solutions. And fortunately, in the age of information and what we're doing right here is really important, which is getting people back to the basics, which is planting trees, planting your food, learning how to grow your own food. You don't have to know everything. Maybe you start with tomatoes. You get, maybe you're good at tomatoes. I don't know. I'm pretty good at cherry tomatoes. That's the only tomato I've ever really been very good at. Everything Everybody else I'm like, I don't know. I, well,
1: David, cherry what? Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: cherry tomatoes?
1: If we had a could pick a couple of medicinal plants to grow. What, what do you suggest? Aloe
0: vera is a big one. Huge. Aloe vera in Southern California. If you're in the LA ecosystem, aloe vera is a big one. It's a Um, Yeah. And and then having grown so much in Southern California, you know, as terms of a food that is a good survival food, olives, figs, and, uh, and avocados. That's right. a pretty good combination for Southern California, and then if you could throw a citrus in there, like a like a you know limes. In fact, limes are really I my favorite of all the citrus. Lime. Um, really, limes, yeah. yeah. And I grew up as a citrus farmer, by the way. Citrus and avocados on the border in San Diego. I mean, that's where I, you know that's where I'm from.
1: Right.
0: So that's what are we started with, with. Now. Right now? I, well, yeah, I've advanced my my work to Hawaii many years ago, twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. I started coming to Hawaii, and then eventually, I'm like, I got to get a farm here and start growing. So I've been on this farm for seventeen years. Um, I should run downstairs and show you the, my, my best work, which is, you know, I'm an avocado grower. So I'm an avocado breeder. Actually, I'm not a grafted avocado guy. People come here to graft off of my trees and they can take those, but I'm not that guy. I don't do graft. I mean, i graft for fun. You know, I want like a cacao tree with four different cacaos coming out of it, but, um, that's just for fun. I'm not one of these, like let's monocrop and graft and, you know, do 5,000 of them in a row. No, (laughs)
2: <laughs> avocados, are so, avocados are so good for you too when i lived in florida you ever seen those big avocados? they're like water-based big giant ones
0: yeah the, the so those are so there's three different major groupings of, of avocados and the ones that big chunk of them made them to florida which is the caribbean avocados which are watery yeah, they're a little bit stringier yeah. um, and they're good if you don't have air conditioning. And you're like, I need food, but I don't you know, I don't want something that's just super, you know, fatty and oily because, you know, you're on flat Florida when it's 90 degrees, 100 percent humidity out. You need that kind of avocado and that. So those are the Caribbean varieties. Then there's the Mexican varieties, which have more of that um, pear shape. And then there's the Guatemalan Highland varieties, which are more globe shape. And of those, the Guatemalan Highland are my personal favorite. And uh, I should really run and get you guys want to show you what I got going here. Do you, can we, do we have time for that? Should I do that?
2: Sure, yeah, we yeah. Have plenty of time.
0: Okay. Let me, let me go run and get that. And then while we're doing that, let me, sh- let me grab my, uh, Oh, I put it back over there. I want to show you guys my honey, show you what, what kind of honey we're getting out of here. Cause you know, we're, we're, you know, imagine a, a Southern California farmer who gets to Hawaii, but you know, we've been here for some, you know, we're in our third cycle of seven. So it's been quite a while. Um, where we're at now, with you know, with all the stuff that you know we're, we've been learning in the farming world, the biodynamics, we're a biodynamic certified farm. I'm also going to get you. I'm going to go down there and grab my vanilla. <laughs> you, you're not going to believe you've never seen anything like this. I guarantee oh. you never seen anything like this. People look at it and go, no, 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 that can't be real. That's impossible. It's that level of vanilla. So I'm going to get the honey, the vanilla, and the and the avocados. And I'll grab some cacao, too, just so we can do a little show and tell. How's that sound? No, that cool. You're going to
2: have to great. ship it to me. Ship me a box of
0: this stuff. <laughs> I, you know, I would be shipping all kinds <laughs> of boxes to the mainland, but the state of California blocks it.
2: Yeah, I bet. The state ah. of
0: California blocks it, right? They don't want the med fly. They don't want this. They don't want that. So they block everything. And, um, you know, I, that was, you know, you'd think, oh, well, why can't we just ship to Canada then? Or why can't we ship to New York City? I mean, you know, nothing's going to survive the winter in New they, York
2: City. I thought they wouldn't let you ship it to have had soil in it. How can the fruit have the med, the med fly? It would be in the, Re- in the fruit.
0: Well no it's really it's all a lie like yeah, everything else what right. they really don't want is they don't want competition to their avocado um, yeah. growing environment in southern california exactly which right. the big one island the big island of hawaii could outgrow all of southern california in avocados easily. Easily, in fact, right. easily the big island could grow, grow outgrow michoacan which is the big state in mexico where they grow most of their avocados which is you know about twice as big as southern california in production the easily. big island of hawaii could easily outproduce all of them easily no problem i mean that's how that's we're just living in you know again the the government's against us the systems are against us the babylon money system um but then we don't need it actually we just go okay we're just gonna bypass and we'll do a new system and we'll create something new so let me show you that part of that new system i'll be right back okay so hi michelle
1: hi that garden um did you watch that Garden and Diamond Bar that he converted from an ornamental lawn in the middle of suburbia. No, I didn't.
2: David David did that or somebody. No, else.
1: the farmer farmer Rishi. He. No, I
2: didn't see that. No. He,
1: were, he went over to Veda uh farm in India and learned how to save seeds, and he's turned his whole five thousand square feet into seventy fruit trees. His mother ripped out all the turf. I don't know why his mother did it.
0: Him uh, and his uh, mother
1: created the farm. He's like, "Yeah, my mother said it's best if we rip out the turf, so she ripped out the turf." You imagine, uh, probably the seventy-year-old uh, lady ripping out.
2: The saving turf. seeds is very important. It really is. Uh, saving your seeds, saving seeds is very important. I tell people they don't last
1: forever. I tell people, well, seeds can last.
2: Seeds can pretty much last forever if they're stored properly. You know, they found seeds from Thomas Jefferson's farm, for example, and that's a long time ago. Then they're still viable.
1: They said if they're in glass, not-
2: Well, in glass, uh, might, it might uh, mildew. It might uh, and, you know, have some moisture inside. You want to keep it in something that can air flow through, ideally, in a in a box, in, in an environment that's temperature controlled, so to speak, not too hot, not too cold, no moisture, because it could rot everything out. I think I... to
1: Store them in glass. In glass, store them in glass, not plastic, not plastic bags. This is gonna
0: be really, really epic. I mean,
1: oh wow, check it out.
0: Okay, (laughs) so let me just show you what we got here. Oh my Um, god! I guess we'll we'll start with we'll start with this. This is my best work in avocados, and this this one's just just about there. It's just softening up, but that's this is where I'm at with my avocado growing over forty four years. And yeah. so what, what we have here is small seed, large amount of, of oil, um, really good, epic taste, not too strong, though, not too avocado-y, um, but not too watery. But So it's it's got the right amount of oil, right, right flavor. The tree itself is totally a, a perfect size in the sense that it's not too big, that you can't get the avocados. And about 50% of what's up there are avocados. So it has a low amount of leaves. Oh, wow. Right, so mostly just is producing fruit for you and it doesn't take up too much room and it has a very small footprint in terms of it's not very it doesn't throw out a big canopy so it's very vertical and and it will breed true to seed it will breed true to seed yes it will grow in southern california and i can send you a seed yeah great Uh, i love to so okay so remind me and i'll get this to you because this type of thing can i think i can slip through their little their little system. Well, seeds right. You can. Seeds you can't right. They can't see. Seed me. I can get to you. Exactly. So that's avocado. That's my best work. And this oh, one's nice. gonna be eaten. It's gonna be eaten today. It's just oh, about right oh. there. Um, this right here is egg fruit or um, the putaria. This is lucuma family or putaria family or Sapote family. Um, mm-hmm. phenomenal fruit. This one's ripe. It's actually starting to break, break up. So I'm gonna just kind of take a piece out and yeah. it's like egg. It's like it tastes yeah. like it textures like the, the hard boiled egg, the yolk. Oh
1: wow. It's like a sweet potato almost. Mm,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, it is similar to a sweet potato.
2: It's a sapote family, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Sapotes are wonderful. That'll grow here too.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, mm. Okay. Wow. Is Yum. that good? <laughs> cacao? Yeah, nice. Oh,
1: the cacao. Nice.
0: So, so in here is about 50 beans, 50 cacao beans. And um, what we do here is we take these out and we freeze dry them. And we vacuum pack them and sell them on the internet. Nice. And you, you can't get a better crunch. You can't get a better quality. I mean, it's the freshest possible way of getting the cacao to the people with all chocolate. the nutrients intact. It's yeah, it's real. The it's this is this is the real chocolate right here. Right, that's
2: the real chocolate.
0: That's where it all comes from. You can see how how juicy our citrus gets here. I mean, it's just, you cannot believe how good we finally had. Okay. So I've been working on a, when I first got this place, 17, 18 years ago, there was an orange tree here and a grapefruit tree and a few different citrus. This one, the citrus is here, for example. And all the citrus has done really good here, but this one orange tree had troubles all the years. And we're like, God, you know what's wrong with this tree? And we tried everything. We've you know been doing everything and nourishing it. This year, we hit it. We finally hit the jackpot. And it, interestingly, the main thing that it needed was more light. Oh, wow. It needed more light, and it produced the best oranges for us. It was it's a uh, navel orange, and and I, I just made a juice with it last night. That's just navel orange juice out of this war, out of out of control. Was it, under out a, out it of control. was it under another tree? Yeah, it was kind of at the edge of a forest. And so that part of our of our property, I've been gradually pushing the forest back. So I took out a couple of trees that were really shading the area. And all of a sudden this year, it, the magic hit, hit. You need a now, minimum of
2: at least eight hours, eight hours a day, a minimum.
0: With citrus, it really, you know, that's a big deal. You do need a lot of sunlight for citrus. It's solar, you know, like, I mean, it's the yes. sun, you know, that's yeah. that's what we got here. It's
2: the sun, yeah.
0: Now let me show you my honey from here. You can see this is the honey from here, which is oh, nice. called the black gold. Nice. Wow. Do you wow. have
1: so- on your farm? To, how what? do you feed the soil? Do you have we we and- we
0: use we use compost tea? Uh-huh. Um, we have a a local guy down the road who is a um organic um horse manure supplier so that's another guy we go to plus we have an enormous amount of biomass here i mean i'm talking massive with coconut where with cacao and coconut shell just the shells of these we're sprouting almost everything in coconut our uh, cacao and durian shells wow so we have a just a compost pit of of cacao and durian shells and when I'm, let's say I'm potting something up that I sprouted in a real small thing and I want to get into a pot and then it's eventually going to go to the ground, that pot is going to consist mostly of sprouted, mostly of uh, cacao shells and um, durian shells.
2: You hit upon the, the one thing that microbes really love. It's, it's you get some of that carbon in there and the microbes will show up from wherever. All the air just come
0: right in.
1: Well, Really? That's,
2: people That's- don't do that over here.
0: You know, I've got a fire going in the front yard right now. People come from California; they come to Hawaii, and they don't know anything about farming, and they don't realize, like, hey, we're in a jungle here because I'm not on the I'm not by the ocean; I'm in the jungle, so I'm inland. You need a fire, otherwise, you're going to have too much biomass, and you need to convert that carbon into charcoal. And then when you put a tree in, you put the charcoal in at the bottom, so that's your that's your polarity, that negative pole against the positively charged ozone. Because
2: most people. Just do not get that. The most people just do not get. They throw everything away.
0: They take, they take everything. Well, they're and afraid throw it to
1: away. have a fire. Every, I mean, they're afraid. Yeah. Right. They're afraid to start burning. Uh
0: uh-huh. It's just you know you. It- this thing about fire and the use of fire by hum- by humanity is a very deep thing for me because I was a raw foodist for so many years and really understanding the role of fire. But just for, from everybody who's listening, if you want something, a simple concept, let me give you one. If you want to transform your life, you've got to consume a transformative element. The transformative element is charcoal the entire history of charcoal use by humanity has been loaded with mythology surrounding the transformational nature of ingesting charcoal. J.R.R. Tolkien, C.S. Lewis had a club called the Coal Biters. The Coal Biters references a Scandinavian concept that when somebody is born who's like the runt of the litter, they're the weakest, least capable. They don't have the the ability to deal with the snow, the sleet, the rain, the, be out there on the farm with the sheep, the cows. They would be the person who'd tend the home fire from age seven to 14 and consume all the charcoal at the edge of the fire, the coal biter, and they'd be transformed into the most capable, the most resilient, the strongest in the whole family. And that was the traditional cure in Scandinavian culture for somebody who was quote unquote runt of the litter. They would be transformed by charcoal at that young age. And by the way, charcoal is absolutely safe for all ages, including newborn babies. That's how crazy it is, and that that and in a toxic world, we need the most important antitoxin and detoxifier, which is charcoal. So the Chinese. Yeah, I wasn't sure, doing- if it
1: was healthy for kids, but I've I have twin boys, and I've been giving it to them. I'm like, it's got to be good for you.
0: Yeah, so good, good job. So the Chinese-
1: fascinating, fascinating.
2: The Chinese have been around a long time, and one of the reasons one, when I first heard about charcoal, they would take. They say bamboo grows really well, so they basically start a fire. They don't burn it all up, but they. They take that charcoal and they want water through it. And it all comes out this liquid that they then use on everything to grow. And they, it was illegal in the United States. It was, it's, it's called bamboo vinegar. It was illegal in the United States because it makes things grow. It's really, very good. I used to have it shipped in illegally. Now it's legal. And you can take one. I have a spray. It's a 100-gallon sprayer. I take one drop of it, put it in there, bubble it overnight with my microbes and stuff. Absolutely amazing stuff
0: oh cool it so it's a secret heard. ingredient of your compost tea then is that yeah. you, that's what you're saying that's awesome nice right. one
1: or seaweed yeah i remember you used to have bottles of that burnt bamboo i love the way it smelt
2: yeah exactly it has it right really, so i would take that and spray the bugs would go what is that they will go rrr, 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 rrr. but it really makes a difference in and getting the nutrients the nutrition the, the food that see i want to give the plants food right and, and 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 in order to give it, they have to be open. It's the charcoal. It's the charcoal that does it. And this bamboo stuff works because I can't really burn things here and make my own charcoal, you know. You know what I mean? So I buy I buy that. I haven't bought it in a while because the store stopped selling it. I said, why aren't you selling it? I think they made it illegal again. I don't know what's going on. They don't want things that are good for everything. They don't want, this is really simple because one little bottle like that does thousands and thousands
0: of gallons. You only need a little wow. bit. Wow. You only wow. need
2: a little bit but you can smell it. You go, ah, wow. Wonderful.
0: I love they it. Are, this system that we're in the Babylonian system really is against the homeopathic principle, actually exactly. very intensely against it. If you study exactly. mainstream medicine, as I've done over the years, you'll find that one of their biggest targets is homeopathy because exactly. they don't want you to know that, they, that a little bit of something exactly. can go a long way. They hate that idea, right? They're trying to create scarcity.
2: Exactly. Exactly. To me, uh, when I uh, i've always done homeopathic on everything on myself if they say take 10 pills i would take like a third of a pill you know what i mean like, a tiny little bit you know what i mean and i learned i studied baccala remedies well that's like you know one one thousand like, you know one one thousand and that and i figured the autumn is the smallest thing the most powerful it's the tiniest thing and that's that's the way it works a tiny amount it's all you really need and it works and people doctors say buy this do this on a regular, regular red basis. Overdose on everything. They want you to overdose on everything. Same thing with Kimball for the fertilizer company, right? Dump fertilizers. More is better. More nitrogen. You know, more and more and more and more. And it's like doesn't really work that way, does it?
0: It doesn't work that way. Now, I, oh, let me show you how this works right here, because this is our vanilla right here. Oh, cool. Nice.
2: Wow. Look at that. So, yeah. look
0: at that. See see my see my pinky? Yeah. So right. look at that. It wow. It's the size in the middle right there. It's the size of my pinky. Think of how crazy that is compared to these twigs they're selling us in stores. This is real vanilla. The smell of this. It, whenever I smell this vanilla, this is vanilla pompona. It smells like baked cookies. It smells <laughs> like chocolate chip cookies. It's the most amazing aroma. When I come up the stairs, that's where I have them all securing. It's just like you're just like nice. Oh. You're taken to incredible realms. But this is what could be. This is what should be. Instead, we get these, you know, dried up little twigs. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) But that's, you know, that's the real deal right there. And uh, I wanted wanted everyone to see that, you know, this this is where real farming takes us. It, It not only takes us to better quality food, it takes us into a state of wonder. And astonishment, you know, this cultivar right here, this avocado, this is from breeding avocados and eventually you stumble on the right one joke, okay, this is the right one and then you breed it and you're like, okay, breeds true to seed and then eventually you can be like, wow, this is this is where it's at. This kind of stuff can never happen from a super left brain analytical mind. It has to happen from the love. That has to happen from the from the implementation. It just can't be like, oh, we're going for cultivar, you know, this, this X S B twenty five and then cultivar this six oh four and then that stuff is just it's horrible. It's way left brain and the love is lost. So there has to be this part of it that comes from the heart. And I've found coming from the heart with growing avocados and many other cultivars, especially cacao, that eventually the right cultivars will prepare, you know, they'll show themselves to you. and be like, Hey, look over here. And you go, Oh, let's, let's grow more of those. And then you grow more and you see, Oh, it's breeding true. Okay, cool. It's the baby produces what the parent produced.
2: That's the basics of genetically modified organisms. That's the basis of it. I was telling Michelle, about they were uh, taken to court a long time ago and and Laura says, Exactly what you say. Oh, we take this, we like it, we keep growing it. That's genetically modified. It's genetically engineered organisms. We have to watch out when we start taking chemicals and put, like Roundup and put it in the food. That's why we call it from your soul to your soil, because you know if you want to have a happy soul, you have to have a healthy body, and you have to in order to have a healthy body, the soil has to be healthy too. It's all together
0: there's something I love that you're into the soil like that you know you obviously have to be but for those who don't know the making soils up, sprouting soils, soils that you're going to grow your trees in is a whole alchemy because that's it becomes part of your you and your soul. So let me tell you something that's interesting that Andy here that we've done. That's really, everybody's like, no, no, you can't do that. And we're like, no, we're doing it. We've been doing it. We've been doing it for decades. And what we do is we bring stuff from the beach up here to the mountain. So I have sprouted thousands of trees in beach sand. Yeah. Goes, no, no, you can't do that. It's like no yeah yes you can um, pe- It's amazing what beach sand is and exactly. what it can be done with it. Um, I, I, it's lived
2: a- living, I, lived, I lived in Miami in the homestead I used to go down the Florida Keys all the time. Oh and I would be collecting uh, so the the, the the hotels that lived on the you know on the beach they would clear up all the seaweed make a big pile and throw it away. I said, I'll take that and I would take that and I would be at the beginning of my super seaweed. I would take that and dry it and use the salt, use the part, every part of it. And the, and the sand, I've learned to use uh, homopathic. I would take the sand. It was, nowadays, it's hard to find clean sand, by the way, but you can take the sand, use a little bit, just a tiny little bit in the water to feed your plants with.
0: You know, We're, a or a rock good. dust. We, we throw it all over our farm like a rock dust, you know, like it's projected everywhere. There's actually on this farm here, up here on this mountain, we have, Delivered on this property easily five tons of sand. It's probably more like 10 tons, 10 tons of beach sand. Full of Bullet trace, minerals. Bullet trace minerals and, and also it's got the, the crystalline and antifungal component. Remember yeah, that, you know, right. Rudolph Steiner's whole thing about silica yeah. being antifungal. So yeah. mostly it's around this house. We want to keep the jungle away, right? Like jungle yeah. stay over there. You know, I've got this avocado tree. It's right there. You can't really, you can kind of see it actually through that window right there. So- that avocado tree is absolutely massive. I mean, it goes all the way. You can see it right there. Right? You can see a little bit of the leaves. It's that whole, it's a massive tree. It's bigger than this whole house. And that tree, you know, it produces these big ones like this. And so constantly I'm having to try to chop it, like stay, stay off the house, man. Cause as soon as it gets over the house, then you got the shade, then the sun can't dry out the mold. And all of that. So up to that tree, I was going to take that tree out and then I, but it produces really good avocados, big ones, big globe ones, huge, bigger, as big as your head. Yeah. I was going to take it out, but I had a dream that night that said, don't do it. That my friend who, who was going to help me cut the tree down, he showed up and he's like, bro, we can't cut the tree down. I said, why? He said, I had a dream not to cut it down. So that was that tree right there, a huge tree, bigger than the whole house. And, um, the big part of what we do is we try to keep any of that encroaching jungle out with the sand and the coral and the debris from things for example huge amount of charcoal washes up on these beaches here it's a thing andy i gotta tell you i take people to the beach i'm like look at how where's this charcoal coming from look at it there it is it's everywhere where how's it here there's not – you can't tell me there's people having beach fires here every night because there isn't. Where's the charcoal coming from that's Mother washing up? Mother the a recycler.
2: She's an amazing yeah, recycler. Since everything are- around the world.
0: Yep, it floats, and so it makes it from around the world and washes it up on the beaches. It's a thing. It's really interesting. And as you know, you start taking the debris from the beach and you take it to the mountain. It's the mystical union of opposites that creates a soil that pops. And, you know,
2: one of the other things that the ruler of says is that has cosmic energy.
0: Uh huh. That's right. That, that's right. The same. I, I thought about that for many years, me- decades, actually. And le- listen to what I came up with. I started realizing that there's one substance on Earth that gets all the stars and all the sun all the time because nothing grows out of it, which is beach sand. Exactly right. Right. It's exposed to the whole sun and all the stars and all the heavens without any shade. 247. I was like it's like
2: millions of years old.
0: It's old. It's got all that wisdom in it. It's all those broken. I mean, if you take sand and look at it under a microscope, what a treasure. What a treasure. That's an what insane thing. That's what so cool. And so we put it and we use it on this land here and it's so special. In fact, I have you can see right there on my there I've got a couple cactus. See those two cactus right yeah, there? And they're growing in it. Yeah. And they're, they're growing on in 100% beach sand. Yeah. You're kidding Just, you know, oh, you can't do that. No, don't do that. Oh, don't. We got It's, you know, these things that we have, they're taboos like superstitions. They need to be tested because they could be from Babylon. They are. <laughs>
2: you know that one of the things the city loves to do is put chemicals in the water to kill everything. So why do we have sprinkler system? we constantly sprinkling the water with stuff that kills everything, just kills everything. I one lady, I told her, get a whole house filter, whole property filtration system, $10,000, whole property, Sarah. Whole property filtration filter the water out constantly. We're we're killing everything, just kill it's totally, totally sterile. No wonder this diseases on the trees. And I tell I tell people uh, a long time ago. I can tell that person is living there by by the condition of the property. You can look at the property, and if they're healthy and happy, they wouldn't call me in the first place. But if I go there and I see sick trees, even the ants are running away. The people come out; they're sick too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well said. It's, you know, the healthy environment, healthy people, healthy soil, as you're saying, it's really the soil and soul, right? And that's got to be why we say the soul of the foot, right? When it hits the earth, right? There's a definite relationship there and also being barefoot on the earth. And we we try to incorporate all the elements, earth, air, fire and water in all soils, right? That's just, you know, a strong ancient consideration.
2: Energy flows in from your feet. Energy flows in from your hand. (laughs) so if your people are disconnected they wear shoes they drive cars they have all kinds of things to disconnect you you know but if you walk on it you're getting energy coming in through your feet and then it go, comes in through your hand you know and it's really really uh, something that people need to learn to do because they're separated you know i tell people a long time ago we were in the soil we were we decided we're going to walk around so we figured out how to take the soil with us in our stomach and move around but we still are connected we're so connected just because we're moving doesn't mean we're connected. We're not connected. That's why it's important to be to somehow reconnect and reestablish that connection. Because if you don't, you're going to die. You're just simply going to die. Because you, you need to be connected to. You. I tell people that's the reason why we. You know the reason why the real reason why we because we get that cosmic energy into our body. All the all the minerals, all these trace minerals. You know what they do? They each absorb different cosmic energy. I tell people uh, uh, a cosmic beam will shoot through the earth in a nanosecond. And it gets absorbed by these minerals. And then we eat them and we get them.
0: That. Well said. That's, uh, and that's you know, true. I- you, you reminded me of something that we were doing on the big island the other day. I was on the big island the other day, and I was planting an ulu orchard or breadfruit orchard and durian, breadfruit and durian over there. And as we were getting the first trees in, one of the things that we got when we were on the south side of the island, we went and got a bunch of beach sand to bring up on that mountain for that planting, just to homeopathically spread all over the orchard. But I also got a big jug of ocean water. And so every one of those trees got a little splash of ocean water as it went into the ground. That was another that you talk about cosmic forces. Ocean water, cosmic it, it, levels. Your
2: consciousness was right there. You wasn't like sleeping, thinking of something else. You was your intent was I'm I, I'm giving you this amazing food. I'm doing this amazing thing for you. See, when I tell Michelle, when we go on straight, you have to consciously be thinking. I call it a magic wand. We're spraying magic everywhere. You're consciously, and the trees are going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The birds, the bees, everybody's going, thank you, thank you. It's a consciousness thing. You can't just be a zombie walking around going dah dah da. You have to really be there and channel, like channel the energy, channel everything through. Everything you're doing is so cool because it shows that you have the conscious, you're aware, you see that, and you're sprinkling over a path, Who does that stuff?
1: I, <laughs> <What were the laughs> I always think of Sand as dirty. I didn't, I, you know, and I, I love Steiner. I, the kids went there till, till fifth grade, but I never thought of the sand pushing the forest away and the silica. I, you know, I just, it's so fundamental too.
0: It's fundamental. It's very fundamental. This, this mystical union of opposites, which is you bring things from the beach to the mountain, you bring things from the mountain to the beach is a very important concept in farming. You're always trying to get dissimilar elements because between them you have the, The pop, the pop that creates growth and And, and the yin and yang. And so this is that thing, you know, Steiner would talk about the, you know, the silicaceous mountains breaking down on one side of the Tyrol and then the calcification um, mountains on the other side of the Tyrol. And then they come together and where they mix, that's where you get the dynamic interaction of opposites. This this is what you see in the Andes, really still clearly because the mountains there are so steep and you're at such a high altitude. They, there's not a whole lot of civilization when you're in the valleys of Europe, when you're in the valleys of almost every country in the world. It's all taken up because people got onto that land, you know, to farm it early, but it's mostly been used up because all the dissimilar elements have been eroded down, or they've been used up, or they've been picked up by plants and shipped away and not replenished. Now we're at a point of like, oh, okay, how do we get back? to replenishment and also this is a big one dandy and i want to throw this in here because this is something that never gets the light of day it's illegal it's illegal to even talk about it people are so bought into this brainwash it blows my mind and that's this everyone's like no 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 you can't there has to be something has to come from something else and it's like no 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 when you're dealing with mother nature something comes from nothing People, that's the one. If you get the Steiner biodynamics going, you're getting forces activated, homeopathic forces that are creating more and more and more from nothing, and it doesn't add up. I know that Lavoisier's law is like, okay, nothing's destroyed, nothing's created. I don't agree. I disagree with Lavoisier's law. Something's always created. You do everything right. More will come out than came in. That's what's illegal to say, meaning that a little input, large output the, the
2: uh, i think i i forget how you say it. something like the the circle is greater than the whole what how how is that saying going again you know where you have something that's greater than the, the yeah whole? the
0: circle is greater than the sum of its parts you know that's why that's that's exactly the, the truth and that's
2: exactly what it is that's what it's really all about when i that's why i got the name invisible gardener to a certain extent because i tell people mother nature is an invisible gardener seriously and she makes things all the time and all we have to do is just do the right thing for her, you know? Just be in the right place. And just Because we we tend to destroy things. We are very good at destroying things. You know, very, very good at just whoa, destroying things. Rather than just paying attention and doing Tai Chi with the Mother Nature, so to speak, right? You take the energy and, you know, you see the energy. You, you say thank you, you know? And that's what it's really all about. And that's why I really love you, man. You really have the right... You're going in the right direction. You have a lot of work to do because the Earth... <laughs> The people on this planet are like cuckoo, cuckoo. You know, more and more people are starving now than ever before, and yet we're throwing more and more food away, and the food is no good either. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, we're all gonna we're all gonna die anyway. But some of us, have, and you can't just be the light in the dark, right? I mean, because everybody has to have light. We need to have the can. So it's a it's a process that we're doing. I'm really glad that you came on the show because I was told. You're not going to do it. There's no way we're going to get you here. And here you are. I can't and- believe that. We're- oh, yeah, Thank are- you. Oh,
0: no, I'm happy. Uh, any Anything on this, you know, you, this is what I love. I mean, like you, what you guys love, this is what we love. And and when that's shared out there in the world, people feel that. They feel the passion for it. and They go, whoa, what is what is this? There's something here. You know, look at, look at what my love delivered in my life. I never in a million years would have ever thought I'd be a vanilla grower growing vanilla like this. But mm-hmm. it's the love. It's the love brought me to it. Look at look at the magic of this.
2: And you know you look can at, take that vanilla, make a liquid from it, and spray your plants with, it. and they all would love it.
0: The, you know the I tell you what, when you whenever you say compost tea, you know you're going out spraying. I'm t- nothing likes compost tea more than vanilla. The vanillas just go because yeah. they're an orchid. Yeah. Do
2: you and, aerate and by- your compost tea? Do you aerate it?
0: We aerate it, yes. And uh, the the guy who who's my main caretaker here, really amazing guy. He's his main love in life is compost tea.
2: Right. See, I tell people if you make a lot of people don't know how to make compost. It's like ridiculous. I go to the store. It says compost, no manure. I'm going okay, right? And how can you have That's, compost? Living compost in a plastic bag, sealed up in a plastic bag. That's I don't know. It's, it's right. It's like. Uh, and, and so people do not know, oh, look, I made this compost. I'm going, no, you didn't. <laughs> they don't know between the difference between compost and something's rotting, right? <laughs> it's like there's no life. There's no energy in it. And that's,
0: and that's Mother nature it. knows. And so, and I, I've learned over the years, Andy, that something really important here, which is actually, if we really are just paying attention, everything is already here on this farm. Everything we need is already here. We've got enough forest soil. We've got enough water. We've got a great compost tea brewer. Everything's, everything's all here. We don't need to go really go anywhere. We could just make it all here. And we, we don't even need to get my friend, my neighbor right down here, his his manure. We don't even need it, really. We could get it all here. It's all from here. If you're clever, if you're looking closely, oh, you don't have enough carbon? Then we're just going to we're gonna burn a fire. You don't have enough um, calcium? We're going to use some ash. You don't have enough of this? You don't have enough of that? We'll figure it out. We'll chop and drop it. We'll create a... a D- uh, digestion system where this right here is turning into a it's this stuff turns into like a um like it turns into like a coconut coir you know Ooh. where it's like that like a it's a perfect rooting material you can't believe it when this Ooh. stuff breaks down the shell of this in in durian shell and then you're putting the young tree into it Ooh. the tr- the roots just go Ooh explosive
2: and you're having so much fun for i can see you're getting this is better than lsd anytime isn't it it is (laughs) Is it's
0: growing food and and actually i i will say this i've found that a lot of times some of my favorite moments of growing food and farming has been when i'm fasting yeah yeah because you're getting nourished from it it's the most amazing thing how nourished you get from just being out there farming
2: I used to fast with Victor Kovinskis when he did the Survival in the 21st Century. Oh,
0: yeah, you're you're old school. You're fantastic. Uh, what a character. I love Victoris. 30 days of fasting. And it was like
2: tripping. It was really tripping because you started breathing air. You go, oh, this is good. Yum, 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 right? You know what I mean? The, oxygen, like the energy comes in. The energy goes out. You see the energy. You, you're part of it. I really I really like what you're doing. And you're just starting to. You're just starting. You're just starting to hit your stride to Uh, attract more and more people. And and it's not too late. It's never too late to change your consciousness. It's never too late to say, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to... When I was young, people would tell me, we're all... Everybody go off the cliff. I'm going, no, I don't think so. Right?
0: (laughs) I don't think so there I will be there will be a, a fraction of us that will make it all the way into the thousands of years into the future and and it's people who are aware of these kinds of ideas and uh, you know my friend had a great saying which is it's never too late to live it's always too early to die
2: right yes. well listen I, I really enjoy you coming here and I really enjoy oh, thank it. You. I, we had a great three hours with you with your with your session last time it was absolutely amazing oh, I still got a great list great of all now. my goals and everything yes yeah awesome. We're, go ahead let's michelle
1: your, um let's mention your website for the charity www. what is it F- F-
0: ftpf.org ftpf.org fruit tree planting foundation
2: and let's mention your website too the the one you have your store on and
0: everything yeah um, just shop.davidwolf.com and it's w-o-l-f-e there's an e on the end and i have a uh, question so
2: I, for you uh the pine cone what's it uh-huh. what's it called crystallized um uh, What does it say it's
0: called? The oil? uh, Which one? Oh, you're talking about the pine pollen.
2: The pine pollen, right. And
0: then what's it called? Okay, so pine pollen is a very interesting phenomenon in most of the world because pine pollen comes down just before the spring spurt of growth occurs. And this, this is related because the pine pollen contains steroidal compounds, five classes of them, actually, of which one grouping called the brassinosteroids is testosterone, androsterone, androstenedione, and DHEA. I love this stuff. I love it. It's super power. I mean, Absolutely. pine pollen is one of the greatest things there is. You don't
2: even need to eat it. Just hold it in your hand. Right, just hold the container in your hand. You go, okay, okay. You
0: should, you should see how it is processing it because you're breathing it. It's getting into you. You're just so when we're processing, you know, pounds of it. It's that is something else, and and that's why we love it actually more than anything else. It's like just dealing with the material is so cool. Mm
2: -hmm. That is really really cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for being on the show today. I I I I really appreciate you coming on. I had I I get off on this I I don't need to do any drugs for a long time now because I'm going holy cow wow right right and and that's what it's all about right leaving people in such a state of, of mind that they go the heck with that the heck with this I'm going to just you know change the world and we could and imagine children getting off like this getting imagine her kids again getting this energy and just changing the
0: world right we we make it mandatory that people come in here with their kids you know like oh, when people are like can i bring my kids i'm like yeah actually bring the kids you stay home um, exactly. because this is more of a kid's place right it's like yeah. this is all ulti- you know this house is like a pirate ship it really is it's like a pirate ship it's crazy like that it. um it, arr, arr, there be yeah. pirates kids love it. They, you know, it's you're we're way up high looking down on the farm and it's a neat, it's a neat spot. It's like a tree house. I'm
2: 13. I'm 13. I will always be 13. No matter how old my body is. My body says you're 102. No, I'm 13. And I, I always, I always look for the wonder of, of life. You know, I'm happy to wake up in the morning. I, I hardly ever sleep anymore because I'm so excited about everything. I hate electricity, the electrical energy that goes to these houses are bad. I mean, I've got, I, I love sitting in the middle of a forest with nothing, you know, and you go, whoa, holy cow, you know what I mean? And so uh, I'm really, really uh, looking forward to spending more time with you and anybody with any brain should do that because you have so much knowledge you give off to people. And we we, we mesh really well, you know, because I'm a great gardener. I just love sticking my hand in the soil. My, I, lo- I love playing in the soil. To me, it's not work. You know, I mean I can go there and work play all day and, and sweat and I love it. And 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 the energy flows from me into the plants and the plants go, oh, and I wrote a book one called Dancers with Ants.
0: Oh, nice title. Ants.
2: It's not about killing the ants. The ants is not, they're not bad guys. If you work with them, they're they're part they're part of Mother Nature's. Their job is to clean up your mess of that, right? Right.
0: So I, you know I don't fight the ants. It's no. like I can't get every little last drop. Let, you know, give it to the ants. Let them deal with it. And yes. I've gotten sl- flack over that over the years, but I got to tell you it's like to me like ants are a clean creature. They clean yeah. things up for you. So yeah. I don't try to f- I'm not like oh we have to fight this and fight that. That's such no. a terrible concept. It's who wants to live like that?
2: Exactly. That's why I call it dances when I saw dances with wolves, I said, oh, dances with ants. I said, wow. <laughs> I like, that's, that's exactly what he did with the wolves, right? He started to relate to them. I talked to the queen ant. I said, Your Majesty, I gotta talk to you, you know? And they said, Well, you guys are a bunch of bumps. You destroy everything and throw food around. We're gonna just we were here before you anyway. And they're gonna be here after us. When we're we're gone, they're gonna say, do you remember those things used to walk around two legs? Where were they?
0: So it's, it's interesting what they do to the soil, isn't it? Right. They, they normalize the soil. Um, I do want to leave it with one last thing. And when we know one time I was learning from a master of farming and we dug a a a hole like not a hole but kind of like at the edge of a of a like a cliff we dug down and we stripped all the soil away and we looked at like six feet of soil and you you could see the different strata of the soil and and the guy's like you see how much you know about soil you don't know anything about soil because i looked at that and i was like wow how is it so stratified how is all the layers like done like that and i've noticed over the years that when you farm and you create like the charcoal at the bottom and you have all these different layers that mother nature through the earthworms and the ants and the Cockroaches and all the little creatures in there, and then nematodes. They'll it will organize and stratify the soil for you.
2: Exactly right. And you know what? It's like a. I tell people it's like a condo, a high rise condo. Not only is it different levels, but different organisms live at different levels. They're all organized. And when you, what happens when you get a farmer and go, no, 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 it destroys all that. Literally it destroys all the different levels. Shakes it areas. up,
0: flips it around, turns it up so, I mean, it's just like whoa. And the, um, and,
2: this people don't I realize that climate. farmers contribute over 20 to 40 of, percent of the of the climate change, you know, all the carbon, because the earth absorbs the carbon. And when you do destroy that ability to hold the carbon, actually release more carbon, because the earth has evolved. Everything has evolved with carbon. I tell people, microbes take carbon and they take make carbonic acid. That's how what they use to take the minerals and turn it into a nutrient that they can eat. Eat. We can't eat that. We have to eat something else that eats that. That's a. It's a process, right? It's a simple, simple. Try to eat rock dust someday. Crushing it doesn't. Work. I tried. It doesn't work. No, no I, no. I have
0: right?
2: to. But <laughs> right? but you have to eat something else that eats that. That's the whole process. That's the whole process. It's really cool when I when I first did uh, psilocybin mushrooms. I realized that it's the soil. is not just a living thing, but it's a Mycelium is a web, and a really cool web. It's like the same web of, of that the universe in. The brain has the same web pattern, and the soil has the same web pattern. And no, talk about no, no, no. A, 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 a particles entrapping. You know, when it's called entrapping, we have a particle one place, and another part another part of the universe, and they're entrapped, and they're suing in together. We are entrapped with this web. We're part of this web, with this web of the soil, this web in our brain. If you, if you look at the brain it's a big web if you look at the source the universe it's a big web and we are a part of it we're trapped that's why we get to saying we are one conscience and we are one we truly are and we can just allow allow mother nature to come through us because we are mother nature or we are god we are god is in us and god is around us and it's really really cool and i really love it and again I do, I do. You're like a little kid. You know that you're younger than me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I
0: picked 16 as my perpetual age, so I you know 13 is a good choice. By the way, I picked 16 as my perpetual age, but even back at 16, you know, I, I've always been a renegade planter. I've been a renegade planter since I was born. That it's just I'm a Johnny Appleseed by birth, and you probably are too. And same with Michelle. I mean, we're that's just how we are. That we know that the trees are gifts that can keep on giving and move into the future and create a future for God knows how many generations down the line. Now, I, I'm hoping that one of these trees I planted will live a thousand years or, or longer. I've got some baobabs on this land that will definitely oh, yeah. live a thousand years if they're un, untouched. There's one right in front right here in the middle of the property that I was looking at last night. And I was like, wow, it's, it's got that, you know, it's got this, it's about this big now. I brought it back from South Africa in 2013, the seed and sprouted it up. And it's so now it's just getting to be actually in a month, it'll be um, 10 years old.
2: Excellent, excellent. I have I have to tell you something. I have these peyote buttons growing and they're 50 years old. Wow. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna touch them, i'm not gonna do anything with them. They produce seeds and I give the seeds away. They're 50 years old. Okay? Wow. And, and they get to be hundreds of years old, the peyote buttons. If nobody thinks will live a long time if you get rid of human beings. If you get rid of human beings. The trees and everything will survive in a long, long time. They they don't do well because we cut them down. We do all kinds of stuff they're not supposed to be doing. I don't know how we got on this path, right? You you know more about it. How we got into money as opposed to not having money. That's why I like Star Trek. You don't need money. Maybe we'll go get get there someday, right? Maybe we'll get there. We'll get
0: there. We will get past it. It's inevitable because this kind of situation is unsustainable. Let you know. Let's hope that we get there with grace rather than toil and trouble. But I think if your head's in the right place and your heart's in the right place, you will get there with grace. And if your heart's in the wrong place, it's going to be tough because mother nature can be like, Hey, get over there. You know, it's a lot easier there. And people resist that. And they, they, they suffer as a result. You know, what, what can we do? We just try to point and just be like over there, go that way, go that way. And that's all we can do. My doctor hated me because I would take my wife there. So what are you doing here? i
2: said i'm bringing her here and he said if you need to take a flu shot i don't want to take a flu shot you need to take the shot i don't want to take that shot i said what's wrong with you nothing wrong with me what's wrong with you it was like it was like we got we didn't get along very well and i still do that the va said you got to do these vaccines you got to do this you got to that no i don't think so you don't know? need
0: to do any of it. I, it I don't think so mother nature's medicine you know this is this right here was a wild mushroom tea from all the wild mushrooms growing around great, here great. um the tree mushrooms the polypore yeah. mushrooms medicinal mushrooms i'm telling you that right there the power of that especially when you're in a high kind of fruit environment and you know very you know we're it's just it rounds out the energy in a really incredible way
2: all the energy flows through all the all your chakras all the energy flows in and flows out it's like whoa, whoa! Breathing is a good part of it, right? Breathing is a big part of it, and maybe we should do this again. Okay, we should do this again because that's so much fun. We're we're gonna publish it. And I'll send you guys a link so that yeah, send me the link.
0: link. I'd love to get it out. And thank you guys. And thanks so much for your time thank and what you're you, doing. You so really appreciate the message you're doing. Thanks, Michelle, All and right. thanks, Andy. You I guys I gave rock. you more
2: time than you have ever given anybody. It's like an hour. Oh, thanks.
0: So we went over an hour. Geez, I thought we were just lot. having fun. Yeah, we
2: keep going for a while, bro. So thank you very much. Namaste. Okay. Aloha. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, we're going now. See you later.
1: Yeah. Bye. Hi, Michelle.
0: I love.